exactly what to do There's nothing good playing on your TV something fun to say and if you don't like it you can get the fuck away point counterpoint hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of point counterpoint i'm your host chris wright and this is coming to you live from the University of St. Thomas campus radio again being broadcasted remotely from the KUSD studio in Bemidji, Minnesota I'll just tell you right where I am I mean, what's the worst that could, that could happen when you do that, huh? Alright. Now. Alright, so I suppose. <clears throat> the first thing I want to get to is um, the question of. The question that I was asked for today. And. Um, what are some tips for ways to make the most out of this season in our lives? Okay, well, that's a really good question. I'm glad you asked. That. I think that's a great question, Lucas. Thank you for thank you for that. All right. My advice. I love advice questions. Those are fun. Uh, take this opportunity. Try, try to make a try to make lemonade out of these lemons. No. Uh, try to find a silver lining, as you as you normally would. I mean, you know, you know. All right. All right. <coughs> so. So for some example, well, I'm. I'm just so out of it, you know. Not just because, not just not because of quarantine, well, that that too. But also, it's just it feels so weird recording on Mixler from my own computer. It's just it gets me all out of whack. I'm so sorry if uh, I'm more awkward than usual on the show. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun, isn't it? Isn't that why you watch? Because this is entertaining for all of us. We're all having fun. All trying to make the best out of a shitty situation. Yeah. <clears throat> but you know, how can you make the best out of this season in your life? Well an opportunity to be with those that really matter that be your immediate family your significant other whoever it may be it gives you that opportunity and uh, 
what else can you do? You can you can learn to do that skill you always wanted to do. Maybe you wanted to play the guitar. Maybe you wanted to learn how to cook. Cooking is a great it's a great time to do that. Considering that uh, you can't really go to restaurants now. You could get takeout, which would be useful now. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, you can go on lots of walks, call people, Zoom with people especially, text, send a letter if you're one of those people. I don't know why you do that. But you know, what ifs, what ifs. Um, don't want to do for you now. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna start by playing a song here that I think you will enjoy. Here, at the beginning. Alright. So, what do you think about that song? Alright. Did you like it? You've heard it before. You know? But now there. But now, um You heard you heard the recorded version, not live. <coughs> 
and that little sole in the middle was very interesting. That was a little experimental. You could even argue it was Beatles-esque if you want to go that far. But I can see an argument for that. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, yeah. I think now it's time to tell a little story. It's always a good time for story time. Story time is all the time. This, this story is called A Story Short. It's uh, from an old, ancient Celtic folktale. There once was a storyteller, and he was... He had, he had come upon some hard times, and he was reduced to begging. So he went to a to a local chef where he knocked on the door and he asked for food and he said no didn't give him anything so he held up a rock and he said well what what if I told you I could make a soup using only this rock if you'll just give me the supplies I need and the, sh the chef thought this was amusing and so he said alright so he invited him in gave him a pot, gave him some water, and he put the rock in. And uh, the chef asked, how much longer is this going to take? And he said, oh, it won't be more than an hour or two. It won't be more than an hour. And he said, all right. So after after the rock cooked, he said, hmm, could use a little salt. So they took a little pinch of salt and they added it to the water. He said, well, it could, it could also use some, some vegetables, some potatoes. They took some of that and they put added it to the stew. And he said it could also use some lamb, some, some beef. They took that and they added it to the stew. And then he sat down and ate it and he asked how it tasted. And the chef said, oh, it's delicious. So he threw the rock to him and he said, yeah, this is for your shovels. It's for, just keep it. Chef was enraged that he had been tricked, and he had him arrested. And he brought him to the king. The king found out he's a storyteller, and he told the storyteller, "All right, I will not execute you if you can manage to tell me one new story for 365 days. After that, you'll be free." All right. <clears throat> So the storyteller told some stories, but it eventually came to the point it was getting close to the end. And one now one day he just he didn't know any stories. He was he was out. He couldn't think of any more. And he ended up uh, making some bets. With this, with this man, and 
man, uh, he kept he kept winning. He ended up taking his taking some money, and uh, he even his wife even urged him to bet her, so he could eventually win. He he lost her, and she went to this swindler that took his stuff from him. He lost all his stuff. And I'm sorry. I, it's been a while since uh, I first found out about this story. Um, since I first read it somewhere. What? ¿Qué pasó? Uh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> um. What? This is the darndest thing. Um, Alright, it was then that uh, Oh, yes. So it was then that uh, Storyteller was arrested to be put in the boil into the chef's boiling oil. <coughs> But then this uh, swindler, he came in, he started uh, doing some magic tricks. And uh, he, uh, he managed to uh, managed to trick some people to uh, do it by using some sleight of hand. He managed to uh, do some tricks that made it look like, this is very visual. Like he was going to lose his finger, but he didn't. But when other people tried it, they lost their finger, they lost their ear. Uh, he did another trick where he pulled a a, la a a rope from the ceiling and then turned into a ladder for the young prince, who was yet just a young boy at the time, to climb up there, where he then disappeared. And. It was then that this magician, this swindler, after he made the prince disappear, he enraged the king. And the king, the king took him and he sent him to the boiling oil. And uh, the magician, he stepped inside and nothing happened. He just got inside and he was comfortable in the water. It was kind of warm water. And nobody knew what, what had happened. And so, he, suddenly the magician got out of the water and he reached inside and there he he pulled out the young boy. He pulled out some other things that he had made disappear as well. The man that lost his ear and his finger, he stuck his finger in and he was healed. And it was suddenly that the storyteller woke up from his dream. This had all been a dream. But... He still didn't have a story to tell the king. So he went he went to the king and he told him about this state of affairs and about how he didn't have a story to tell him. And he, but then he told him about the dream. He told him the most beautiful story it brought. It brought the king, the queen, the prince all to tears. He loved it. To this day, the story is still told.
of although of course uh in this in the in the new story he he gets his wife back as many stories are often made to be a little happier the end that was a the fun one I think yes siree yes siree Bob let's look up some news news it's not associated with COVID-19 I don't need that Doesn't sound like my idea of a good time. Oh, that's sad. Some coronavirus stimulus checks were deposited into wrong bank accounts. That's fortunate for some, and unfortunate for others. Not very groovy. I don't like those kind of mistakes. They're not fun. Ooh. Check out this new story. There we go. I don't know why the internet's being so slow for me. Hmm. I wonder if this Mixler is just using up so much Wi-Fi that it can't do anything else. That really sucks. That really sucks. I don't like that very much. Okay, let's get out of that. Let's hex out. Let's go to here. Hmm. Let's please excuse me. I'm just trying to work with this technical difficulty. I'm still new to using Mixler on my own. Alright. Don't 
Doc Martin. What is star Martin Clunes's net worth, and is the drama, and is the dramedy series done? Ooh, I'm very curious about this. I love Doc Martin. Doc Martin, the British ITV hit dramedy seri- series, has been on the air since 2004. Filmed in gorgeous Cornwall town of Port Isaac, the series is now in its ninth season after having a few years break. Find out. All right. Born to renowned Shakespearean actor Alec Clunes, Martin Clunes has been has acted acting deep in his blood. Educated at the Royal Russell School in Surrey and the Arts Educational School in Chiswick, London, the 58-year-old actor made his debut in Doctor Who Snake Dance Part 1 in 1983. I didn't know that. His next regular role came in No Place Like Home, a BBC sitcom in which he portrayed the adult child of almost empty nesters who can't seem to get their brood out the door. In 1982, the actor nabbed the role of Gary Strang in another BBC comedy, Men Behaving Badly. That's a good show, by the way. That became one of the most beloved British series of the decade. After that, Clunes appeared in success after success, including the role of Canton Curris, Country Doctor Doc Martin in 2004, Reggie Perrin in in 2009, and portraying Arthur Conan Doyle in Arthur and George in 2015. He spoke with Deadline in 2019 about the privilege of filming in a location as beautiful as Cornwall for the Doc Martin series. We love going to Cornwall to make Doc Martin. We miss miss it when we're not there. The country is so beautiful and the people have been so warm and welcoming to us. It is the best job in television. The people of Cornwall and Port Isaac in particular have always been so helpful to us when we were making Doc Martin. We are thrilled that we have been able to give something back. And uh, in 2015, the actor received an office of the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire, OBE, for services to drama charity in the community in Dorset, where she resides in ceremony at Windsor Castle, Berkshire. He told Dorset Magazine in 2015, I, I couldn't be more thrilled to receive an OBE. It is extra special to me as part of the honor f- is for community services in, to Dorset, which makes me very proud. At the time of his award, he joked, if I'm feeling sad or scared, I might put my medal on at, at home and feel and feel a bit better. And, okay, let's see. He spoke with iHeart British TV in 2019 and the likelihood of Doc Martin, on which his wife... Philippa Braithwaite is the producer, returning for a tenth season, what he'll do if it does not. At the very least, Clunes seems to be up for the idea. Well, if we're lucky, we'll get to do a tenth Doc Martin, and then there, I'll probably retire. If it, if it does not, I'd miss the chance to, you know, it's quite a silly job being an actor anyway. So the chance to play the silly g- game in such a nice place with such a great bunch of talented people across the crew and the cast. So I'd miss that, because I think it's possibly the last good job in British TV. Okay. What the? Okay. Paul McCartney explains to Howard Stern why the Beatles were better than the Stones. Oof. That's the question, isn't it? He phoned into the Howard Stern Show Tuesday morning for a wide-ranging conversation that touched on everything from his love of Billie Eilish 
to his life during the quarantine to the Beatles' ancient rivalry with the Rolling Stones. Stern suggested that the Beatles were the better band, and McCartney didn't disagree. You know, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to persuade me to agree with that one, McCartney said. They are rooted in the blues. When the, when they are writing stuff, it has to do with the blues. We had a little more. We had a little more influences. There's a lot of differences. I love the stands, but I'm with you. The Beatles were better. Stern then brought up the Stones' attempt to create their own Sgt. Pepper-like album in, in late 1967 with their Satanic Majesty's Request. We started to notice that whatever we did, the Stones sort of did shortly thereafter. McCartney said, We went to America and we had a huge success. Then the Stones went to America. We did Sgt. Pepper. The Stones did a psychedelic album. There's a lot... There's a lot of that. We were great friends. Still, still are, kind of. We admire each other. The Stones are a fantastic group. I go see them every time they're out. They're, go they're a great, great band. McCartney isn't promoting much at the moment since the coronavirus essentially shut down most of the music industry. But he did take up the upcoming documentary, The Beatles, Get Back. The film is started by Peter Jackson and draws from previously unseen footage shot during the, the making of Let It Be in 1969. The idea from the shoot leaked many years ago, but the vast majority of the footage that didn't make the original Let It Be film has never been seen. Jackson has gotten a hold of about 54 hours of film footage. Oh. Okay. Well, I... Yeah. I read the most important part. Just to the Paul, when you wrote Let It Be, and like John, you know, he said, this is not a Beatles song. So he could have vetoed that song and said, sorry, Paul, that's not going on. Yeah, he could have, yeah. But John didn't mind Let It Be. I mean, the thing about John is that he would just take the piss out of anything he wanted to. You know, he, he, he would make fun of things. And you just knew that was that was John. I'll tell you what's really great is that uh, Peter Jackson, the director who did Lord of the Rings and various other great films, has got hold of, I think it's about 54 hours of footage, film footage, that was uh, done when we did the film Let It Be. And he's edited it uh, into wow. a new form. And I'll tell you, Howard, it's great. I mean, I'm not boasting. And you see this kind of thing. You see this relationship, like, between me and John, me and George. And you get it. When is that coming it's, out, Paul? Because it, it's, it's so mind-blowing cool. to me. Nobody knows when anything's coming out right now, you right. know. But uh, well, I guess it, it will come out, and Disney um, are going to release it. But it's so lovely for me because... Uh, you know, I'd kind of bought into this whole idea that, oh, you know, me and John were rivals and didn't like each other and stuff. But you see the film, and it's like, thank God it's not true. We're guys, we're obviously having fun together. You can see, you know, we respect each other, and we're making music together. And it's it's a joy to see it unfold. Paul, how is it that 53 hours of this stuff has been sitting around... And it's now just being discovered. We thought, well, we've done the
the film Let It Be, but then hmm. when this idea came up for Peter to look at this. We played New Zealand a couple of years ago, and I met him, and I, he was starting on the project, and I said, um, well, you know, how's it looking? You know, thinking, you know, it's going to be a bit more sort of prelude to the band breaking up. It's going to be a bit dull. It's going to be a bit sad for me. He said, I can't believe it. He said, that's what I thought. He said, but the more I look at it, he said, it's great. He said, you look like friends, and you look like you're having a ball. All right. I don't, actually, I don't actually know what you just heard. I just played a, how, the Howard Stern clip, and yeah, I can't hear what you hear. So yeah, yes, Siri. Yes, sorry. Um, here, how about for song of the day? I, I normally don't do a song of the day, but you know, let's do a song of the day. I'm gonna play a song called "The Rise and Fall of the City of Mahogany." Well, actually, this the song's Alabama song, but it's from a it's from an operetta called The Rise and Fall of the City of Mahogany. An Alabama song was something that the Doors adopted later on. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll play both versions, but I'll definitely play the original version. And I'll, I'm not sure if I want to play the Doors version either as well, but uh, it's, it's interesting. And you can just kind of think about what the lyrics mean if you want. But it's interesting. So, Alabama song. Why? Oh, don't ask why. For we must find the next 
but we don't find the next pretty boy. I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. All right, that was a song right there. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? That's pretty good, huh? Alabama song. I suppose I might as well play the the more famous Doors version. This is certainly much this is certainly much more famous and in my opinion it's actually better. Yeah. Here it is. Whiskey bar, I tell you we must. 
Show me the way to the next little girl. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next little girl. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next little girl, I tell you we must die. Say goodbye. We lost our good old mama and must have whiskey on your way. There we go. Okay. It's a pretty good song, too. I guess better. You know, much definitely more famous, I'm sure. Alright, what else is in the news? John Mulaney has become the muse of TikTok's makeup artists. Okay. Um, Michigan Governor Whitner, Whitmer sued by some residents over coronavirus orders. too far. With drastic times call for drastic measures, you know. Sure it sucks, but some things you just gotta do, man. Just stay home. Except to get the essentials. Well, that's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. I'm probably gonna leave. Probably gonna head out pretty soon here from the show. 
It's been fun, fam. Uh, I've been... I've really enjoyed this episode. Yep. And I hope you've enjoyed it as well. I'm sure you have. Sorry it's not as long as usual. But you know, let's just give you more spare time to do other stuff. Go read a book. Go walk. Go biking. Go talk to a friend. Electronically. Send a letter. Pure old. You know? It's been lit, fam. Namaste.